0: stories, big guess. the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. All right, well, I think Calgarians have a lot of questions about what happened with the uh, event center deal and where we go from here. Obviously, we, we've heard the mayor a few times on this. Uh, we did hear some comments yesterday from the premier, the mayor again uh, this morning, answering some questions about this. But obviously the mayor is is one voice on city council. What about the rest of city council in terms of being up to speed on all of this and, uh, you know, making some decisions about where this all goes from here? Remember, this all came to light because uh, the owner of the Calgary Flames, or Murray Edwards, uh, chair of uh, the Calgary Sports and Entertainment Corporation, had informed the mayor of their intent to bow out of this deal, uh, the mayor went public and shared that information and has commented on it a few times, but city council hasn't yet got together to have this conversation. That's apparently going to happen next week. So where's that side of it? You know, keeping city council in the loop, allowing city council to understand what's going on and how best to move forward. So joining us for some thoughts on all of that is one of the newcomers to city council, Ward 1 city councilor, Sonia Sharp, joins us on the line here this afternoon. Councilor, great to have you with us. Welcome to the program.
1: Thank you so much. Thanks for having
0: me. Uh, You know, I think Calgarians, as I mentioned, have a lot of questions about what's happened here. Do you feel as an elected member of city council that you have all of the information?
1: Uh, No, I don't feel like I have all the information even up to this point. And uh, as you mentioned, we are meeting as a council on the 11th, but, um, you know, the deal closed on the 31st of December, and uh, I'm kind of disappointed how this has been handled so far. Now, about a
0: week before uh, that December 31st date, I understand you had asked the mayor for a special meeting of council. How was that received?
1: Yes, so um, once, you know, we kind of heard um, through the, the press release the night before that the Flames had pulled out of the deal and through the, what the mayor had tweeted out, uh, the next morning there were a series of uh, informal meetings planned with groups of three to four councillors at a time. And, you know, uh, right away I thought, given the magnitude of this project, um, it would be very beneficial for all of us councillors to get together um and have some questions answered by the mayor by administration by cmlc and so i had sent my request in on on the 22nd and unfortunately um the mayor decided not to call a special meeting but advised me that if i would like to proceed with a special meeting um, i could find nine other of my council colleagues to do so and so you know we had a conversation And um, I attempted a second time uh, on the 29th and um, with four other members that joined me um, to call a special meeting, but we didn't get one.
0: And there was even a request as part of that, and maybe you can elaborate on it, to at least ask the owners of the Flames to hold off on making a decision. So what, what came of that?
1: Well, and so then I realized we weren't going to get a special meeting and we were coming down to the wire. So on yeah. the 30th, um, I requested the mayor, uh, asked the city manager, David Duckworth, um, to ask the Flames if they're willing to extend the end of January 2022 so that council could be briefed and we could discuss this um, as a group. And, um, you know, we did, we did have the regular meeting of council coming up, so we could use that opportunity, but at least give us some more time to work out any possibility with, you know, um, both sides, you know, administration and the flames and have council really understand what has transpired. And like I said, to this point, we really don't know what conversations um, Mayor Gondick and Mr. Edwards had.
0: Is there an onus do you think on, on the mayor to be more transparent about all of that or to, to keep city councilors in the loop? Where, where do you think she's dropped the ball in your view?
1: Um, Absolutely, Um, keeping us in the loop. And something this large of a project that impacts the whole city is important. Um, You know, I think we we are fifteen elected officials, and um, I think this is a really big, you know, a really big deal to have something like this kind of just you know fade away without any conversation as a council. And um, you know, we can't be um, having conversations of negotiating deals. Uh, you know, behind anyone's back. But we also can't be, I would say, breaking deals behind each other's backs. So absolutely, uh, I feel like the mayor should have involved council as a whole in these conversations. And this was a very unique project um, to, you know, East Victoria Park and the revitalization of downtown. And for something like this, just to kind of get, you know, done, is actually a huge impact to our whole city, and so now we're getting together on the 11th. So we are, you know, hopefully getting all the questions answered. And the fact is, you know, how do we move on from here?
0: Well, yeah, I mean, I think an emergency meeting, you know, say on the 22nd of December might have had a different context than the meeting next week, because now it's it's after the fact, the deal is done. Mm-hmm. What are the questions you have then going into that that meeting on the 11th?
1: I have a lot of questions. I'll be honest. Um, mm-hmm. You know, like, I, I, this is a very short-sighted decision. We have a lot of businesses that were ready to, um, you know, support this development. All the resources the city of Calvary put together as well for this whole deal to happen. Um, you know, what is going to be the follow? the impact of, you know, um, the rest of East Victoria Park What's going to be happening to, you know, um, other projects like the Art Center? And, you know, I have a lot of questions, and I do know that some other counselors do as well. And um, this, this is a very unique project, you know, uh, when we look at the CRL in this area. And so when you have a catalyst, uh, like an event center like this fall apart, it is going to impact the rest of the projects um, in the area. So this is why the conversation needed to happen before the 31st of December. And I feel like, you know, uh, starting over is is one thing, but we're starting over in, you know, um, a very fragile economy. You know, what kind of partner is coming to the table? Mm -hmm. And um, are we really going to get a better deal than what we had?
0: I mean, there's even the possibility, I guess, that the city would just proceed anyway and and build this event center. But that would entail all kinds of uh, additional cost and and risk to the city. But I don't know. I mean, is is that even on the table at this point?
1: I wouldn't be able to answer that question at this point. Um, Like I said, we haven't had that conversation as a council on the whole. I think what's important here is when we meet on uh, Tuesday is that we kind of have that debrief of, you know, what happened, what went wrong. Um, How do we move forward? And um, what's the impact going to be on our citizens? Uh, You know, are we we funding this whole event center ourselves? Is there a partner we're looking at? And how long is this going to take? Because, you know, we were ready to have, you know, shovels in the ground here quite quickly. And the other thing we have to start considering is the more time we have between projects and start time, the more increased costs happen to these projects. Um, So even if the, you know, the arena like two years ago was less money than it was, um, you know, now because of just inflation, cost of construction, all of that. These are a lot of things we have to take into consideration um, as we move forward and particularly in the next, you know, four years.
0: Now, Obviously, you were part of the debate around the climate emergency declaration, and and that debate kind of culminated just as this development permit was being finalized. I know there's some wondering whether, you know, one affected the other. Can you give us any insight on whether there were implications from the climate emergency declaration for, you know, the requirements or the scope of this project?
1: Um, you know, that's, those are some questions I think we're going to also talk about on, on Tuesday. Um, this is where, you know, I need to understand where conversations fell through uh, mm-hmm. between, you know, the administration and, um, uh, I'd say, seasick. Because this is not a normal project. So um, when we talked about these costs, they're not cost escalations. They're off-site fees that were being charged by the city. So, under normal circumstances, that might be appropriate. But this isn't a normal project. It's in a CRL district, and it is a CRL project of which the city is a partner.
0: Right.
1: So, these are things we have to think about. You know, um, are we going to be doing this for every project that comes in? Uh, have we done this in the past? So, these are things we really need to understand. And you know, we move forward. Is this going to be on the table again?
0: Some important questions as we head into that meeting next week. Uh, Councilor Sharp, appreciate you making some time for us here this afternoon, and uh, we'll be watching closely on the uh, 11th next Tuesday.
1: Great. Thank you so much.
0: All right. All the best. Much appreciated. Uh, yeah. That is Ward 1 City Councilor Sonia Sharp. Uh, her thoughts on how we got to this point and maybe some frustration that City Council has kind of been left in the dark here. So, as she said, she went to the mayor on December 22nd, asked for a special meeting to talk about this. That didn't happen. Uh, Then there was another call. This involved her and some other city councillors, called for a meeting. That again was rebuffed. Then at the very least, asked that the city request that the flames hold off on making a decision. That was also rejected. So I think if you want to look at at where the mayor has dropped the ball on this, I, I think it comes back to some of that. The way she went public with this, the way she has communicated this, and the fact that city council has been kind of left in the dark the whole time. Maybe there was an opportunity to bring City Council in to have some conversations ahead of December 31st. I get it's the holidays and it's a pandemic, all of that happening at once, but that's a pretty fair question. Why wasn't City Council gathering to talk about this before December 31st? Our number here, 403-974-8255. We're back with more right after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.